Hello everyone and welcome back to the Cyclocross Social Podcast. Today we'll be taking a look ahead at the last round of the World Cup Cyclocross 2020-2021. With me here is Twan. Hello. Also with me is Issa. Hello everybody. The last round of the UCI World Cup Cyclocross takes place in Overijse. And that is the parkour of the classic Drivercross. If you remember it back to last year, you might remember it from a dog that was running on the parkour. And if you remember that, you could see that there was also a lot of tarmac in the parkour. That will still be the case. Um, the tarmac is a section of one kilometer, including a climb that is also in a, new, a number of road races. Then you have a grass section which is up and down until you eventually come back to the start finish. The weather for this weekend looks to be raining and snow. And guys, that's actually quite a contrast for most riders because most riders are coming back from Spain where they've been training in the sun. How do you guys think the weather will influence the, their performances? Well, it, it, it might influence them a little bit, I think. Uh, but uh, the weather in Spain wasn't, wasn't that good either, especially at the beginning of when the guys went to Spain eventually it became better and the weather is now pretty good but you know it it will obviously impact a little bit on the riders that have been in spain and now coming back but i don't think that it would be uh that big of a deal and uh i think that the intensity of the train that they have done in the last few weeks will be more demanding than the weather difference yeah, I think uh, these guys are quite used to this uh, change. Of course, it will uh, take a little getting used to, but uh, most of them will have been here for quite a bit. Uh, they might even have raced on the Saturday. Uh, so they'll be more and more used to it. Uh, and I think it will be completely fine. I think it will be fine. I think it will be the usual preferences some riders like to race in a bit warm around 10 degrees while others prefer around the freezing point it's going to be close to zero degrees between one and three degrees it's going to be dry but the rain and snow before so i think the parkour will definitely be muddy that will definitely be one of the factors influencing the race but i think the other factors that will be influencing the race is the first one is i think it's the week before the world championships usually Hoger Heide is on this date and you often see that riders if things aren't going they immediately just stop and finish the race they ride out I think most riders here will be racing with the world championships in the back of their head what do you guys think I, th I think that that's definitely something that's going to happen but uh, at the end of the day it's also going to be the last race of the world cups uh, there will always be a few that also have that classification in mind and don't want to throw away the classification, I guess. It's if I'm not wrong, it's the only classification where uh, your your the payments of at the end of your classification will be the same as it was last year uh, and the year before. So you know financially, it's also not a bad idea to finish at a higher position than you already are. So I think that uh, that we will see a few guys uh, take it like that. I take the approach of there is a world championship next week, but I, I definitely think that there will be a lot of guys that will take in consideration that they want to climb a little bit up their classification of the World Cup. Yeah, I definitely agree, especially because the first row of the World Championships is decided by the overall classification of this World Cup. Currently, the riders at risk are Van der Haar and Pitcock. They are closely followed by Zweig and actually that's about it because Thijs Aarts isn't starting the World Championships and Kuhn is too far behind. So I definitely think these guys will still be fighting. But that also brings me to Van der Poel. He's second in these standings, just 15 points behind Van Aert. 
he needs to win with Van Aert in third for him to still win the overall. Do you guys think this is possible? So I think Van Der Poel might be the only one that, that's like going to play with his effort. Uh, we, we might see uh, Tone Arch doing it a little as well, although it doesn't really seem in his nature. I, I don't really see Wout van Aert getting a, a less than a second place in Overijse. So I think uh, Van Der Poel will manage his effort and like barely beat out Wout. I think that that's Van Aert will be uh, definitely the guy to beat for Van Der Poel. You know, we don't know how Van Turnout is going to be in Overijse, especially if it's going to rain. The descents are going to be a little bit more tricky. It's going to demand a lot of, you know, uh, technic- technical abilities, I guess, uh, which can change up the race a little bit, I think. And if there is going to be less power involved in it, you know, it can it might be a, a very strong and tight race, actually. And I think then the likes of maybe a Van Turenhout or even a Tonarts can, can be in the mix uh, and, and battle it out for the podium. Personally, I think that there's only one thing that Van der Poel can do if he wants to win this World Cup, and that is he needs to keep it a group. He needs to keep it an open race for a very long time, and then he needs to hope that someone like Pitcock or Van Turnout can get between himself and Van Aert. Pitcock, another rider we haven't seen for quite some time, just like Van der Poel. That's the only hope I think Van der Poel can have on winning the World Cup. But I think it will mainly depend on his ambition. Is he starting with the ambition to win the World Cup or is he starting with ambition to win the race but just riding himself into a rhythm for next week's World Championships? Yeah, maybe get into the head of Wout van Aert a little bit as well, I guess. Yeah, the the group idea is probably the best shot he's got at uh, winning it. It's a little bit hard to say if his ambition really was to be... Um to be winning that World Cup, or at least trying to win that World Cup. I, I, I personally think that is not the case. I just think that he wants to have a, a race under his belt before those, worlds, um, those World Championships. And uh, I think it's always beneficial for the mind if you are uh, a week before the World Championship winning a race, or at least having a good feeling. So I guess that's what he wants to achieve with this. And Vanderpool had uh, had many races before before the championship where it went well or didn't go well, so it doesn't mean much as well what we what we can say about the shape after this race. So you just have to see what it's gonna bring, and it's it's definitely gonna be interesting uh, interesting take to see uh, what's gonna happen with those guys. I think the mind games will definitely be playing a game. It's always the mental game that's being played the weeks before the world championships now van der poel and pitcock haven't been there i think the main focus will be on van der poel against van aert pitcock maybe not as much but on a parkour with slightly more climbing as we find here in overijse i think he does have a slightly better chance at this race However, I don't think Van Aert is a guy who easily lets himself be distracted from his goal, which is ultimately becoming world champion in Overijse. So I think even if Van Aert gets third here behind Van der Poel and Pitcock and therefore loses the World Cup, I think he will be able to bounce back. But then again, I also don't expect him to come third. Yeah, I, I don't think that you know that is gonna be uh, a, a low blow at the moment that Van Aert loses out to, for example, Pitcock, because you know the parkour is is way different. Uh, you cannot compare Overijs and Ostend at this moment. You know, it's a way way different parkour, and uh, you know, I think that that 
Pitcock actually has a chance, to be honest, especially if it's going to be a tactical race and Vanderpool and Van Aert are going to look a little bit to each other. Pitcock is not a guy that's shy to try and attack, so I think that you know he is probably going to try and uh, force something in the race. And if they're not reacting quick enough, you know, he might be uh, at the top there. But, you know, doesn't say anything about the World Championships. A name that isn't on the start list here is Eli Isabit. He will be riding in Hamme. That's a race we are not making a preview of because I simply don't have enough time. But he's not starting here. Uh, I still do want to talk about him as we are taking a look ahead slightly towards the World Championships. Do you guys think it's a smart decision by him to ride one race this weekend? Yeah, I think it's a very wise decision. His uh, World Cup is lost anyway with that injury he had and uh, other things that happened there. Uh, so he's currently on 30 points and he would basically need a win to get onto the top eight in the front row at the World Championships. So he might miss out on that, which will be a bit annoying for him. But uh, I think it is uh, good to... Just take a, an extra day's rest and um, see, well, fully let everything recover after Hamme. Well, he said he's fully healthy, but he has said that before. I, I think that he's only going to be there in Hamme to defend that X2O Badkamers trophy. Classification that's already set in stone, to be honest. He basically needs to write that at an 80% level and is still going to take that classification home. So I think that they just didn't want him to ch to throw away that ch that classification and you know let's see what we can make up from from that race in Hamme. Well then it's time to make some predictions here who would like to be the first to predict their podium here in Overijse. Uh, then I'll go with Vanderpool for the win, uh, Van Aert for second place and third for Pitcock. I would say that um, Pitcock will win and I think that uh, Vanderpool will be second and Van Aert third. I think that Van der Poel will win in front of Van Aert and Michael van Toerenhout. With that cleared, we can now talk about the women's race. In the women's race, we see a return of a couple of riders who haven't been around, like Alvarado and Vorst, who have been training in Spain. They will be back here. What do we think? Will Alvarado and Vorst immediately be able to compete with the likes of Betsema and Brandt, who did race in Mol last week? Yeah, in theory, yes. I, I don't think that they will struggle. And um, especially if it's going to rain, I think especially for Alvarado, it's going to be a very good race. Vorst has i think last year she won this race um so i i think she has good memories uh with this parkour and probably will have that setback from what she had of course a few weeks ago maybe she can turn um, the shape a little bit around have some momentum back and you know uh, try to get herself uh, again within the top of of the the, the ladies yeah, I think we'll see an interesting battle here. Uh, Brandt certainly will be uh, up for a challenge and uh, maybe a bit of a tougher training block for the two women returning than uh, the ones that are already here. Maybe some travel on the legs. So I, I would still think that Brandt's got this or uh, Betsma as well. But it, it could certainly make for a very interesting race. I definitely think that Alvarado will be able to compete with Brandt and Betsma, like you guys said. We've already seen it a couple of times this season. For Vorst, we've seen the tendency that she tends to struggle throughout this entire season already. And 
we think I think she that's the reason that she should be more looking backwards. I think she's the fourth rider and that she should be looking backwards more to the likes of riders who have been around the last couple of weeks who do like climbing parkourses. I mean, for Vos and Van der Heide, Bakker, they've been improving their form throughout the couple of weeks. Kant is coming back from some training in Spain as well. We have the likes of Hansinger, potentially someone like Evie Richards who could compete. So I think that that will definitely be a big scrap. But I expect this, maybe with the exception of Hansinger, to be behind the back of the three names I mentioned at the beginning. Yeah, I think um, so. Some of those women are definitely equipped to challenge uh, Worst, and uh, especially Honsinger, maybe even challenge for a podium place here. She has done it before on tough courses, and uh, this is another one of those opportunities. And uh, it, it will be a very interesting battle, I think, uh, for the podium and then for uh, for fifth place. Also, I don't want to entirely rule out the under-23 leader of the World Cup, Catablanca Vaz. I do think that this parkour maybe is a bit too tough for her to be as good as we've seen before. But on the other hand, her performance on the Koppenberg all the way at the beginning where she got 10th and her performance in Namur where she got 5th, if I'm not mistaken, were definitely solid performances. So that's why I don't want to completely rule her out. Yeah, I think that's a very good mention as well. Um, she she's also definitely one that can get up there in this sort of race. Uh, finished fifth last year behind the likes of uh, Lechner, Artufi, and Brandt, uh, with uh, worst winning, of course. So uh, maybe you can uh, repeat something like that. Then predictions for your top three. I'll be going with uh, Lucinda Brandt for the win ahead of Denise Betsema and uh, Celindo Carmen Alvarado. I I think that with the rain, Alfarado is going to be um, is going to be the one that's going to be win probably, and then um, with Brandt in second, and I would say Marianne Vos in third. I'm going to go with the win here for Lucinda Brandt, but actually in front of Clara Honsinger, and then we will find in third Seindel Carmen Alvarado. With that said, I think it's time to round off this episode of the Cyclocross Social Podcast. Don and Isan, thank you very much for being here with me today. Thank you for having me on. Thanks for hosting. And this weekend, the racing returns in Hamme and in Overijssel. Make sure to check cyclocross.social.com slash live to see where you can watch both races. We will be back on Sunday with the podcast about Hamme and on Monday with the podcast about the World Cup in Overijssel. Stay tuned. See you guys. Goodbye.